and welcome to Community Beat on Jollyville Radio. My name is Liz Rader-Hagler. Today we're talking to Katie Hogarty with Climb Wyoming. Katie, thank you so much for joining us here in Jollyville. We are thrilled to talk to you today. Um, Why don't you do a little intro uh, on yourself and tell us a little bit about you and then tell us a little bit about Climb Wyoming. Yeah, um, it's so funny. It's much easier for me to talk about Climb than it is for me to talk about myself. But I'm Katie Hogarty. I'm the CEO of Climb Wyoming, and I've had the honor of working uh, at Climb for about 12 years. I've been with the organization for a long time, and most of the time that I've been with Climb, uh, I was working directly with the moms. Climb is a statewide, unique to Wyoming nonprofit that provides comprehensive job training and job placement to low-income single moms. And my background is in law and policy. My first job out of law school was doing policy in the governor's office, um, doing health and human service work. And uh, doing that work, I was uh, fortunate enough to meet Dr. Ray Fleming Deneen, a PhD psychologist who is the founder and executive, was a former executive director of Climb Wyoming. And uh, as I met her, realized not only is she just an incredible, unique, amazing visionary, the work that Climb Wyoming was doing was stronger than any other program out there that I had seen. It was really moving the needle forward in terms of poverty alleviation and state policy in a really effective and efficient way. And so I was really excited to uh, come join the work at Climb from there. So my background is in law. I have a, a passion for the the families that we work with. Um, I was born and raised in Wyoming. I uh, I love this state. As I've been listening to the podcast, I've been thinking a lot about community and what community means to me and what community means to the uh, families that we work with and how climb can be a lever and a mechanism to connect to community when maybe you've been isolated um, living in the poverty that our families come from. It was probably a really rambly way to introduce both myself and the and the work that we do at, at climb. No, that was great. It's so interesting to also like learn how you kind of came to be involved with Climb Wyoming. So why don't you dive a little bit more into that? Yeah. Um, the, um, I don't know that that's, I don't, I don't know that I have much more to say than that, Liz, but um, um, I just met Ray and knew that I wanted to be connected to the work that Climb was doing. Um, my, uh, I'm always a little hesitant to say this because I love the legal profession and what it can do for families. And the that culture was not a good fit for me. I also have dyslexia. Like I just don't, I don't think I was born to be a lawyer in the traditional sense, but I'm uh, uh, born to do this work with the families that we work with. And so I was doing the policy work in the governor's office and met Ray. And soon after that, a, um, a position for director, the pro- a program director and business liaison opened in Laramie, Wyoming, which is my, where I live. And uh, I uh, just obviously took a, a leap of faith to do that work, to leave policy work, to do to do direct services. And I haven't looked back. It's uh, so rewarding and fulfilling and challenging and fun and hard and so meaningful to connect with the, the women that I feel privileged enough to work with every day. Katie, tell us a little bit more about Climb Wyoming. Like, what are the key things um, that Climb Wyoming does? Tell us more about the services that you were kind of hinting at before. Yeah. So like I said, 
Climb's mission is to is for single mothers to discover self-sufficiency through career training and career placement. So we are we have six place, six sites across the state of Wyoming. Climb's mission is for uh, single moms to discover self-sufficiency through career training and career placements. We do that by offering really relevant and in-demand uh, career training in each of the communities that we are in across the state of Wyoming. We're currently in six sites across the state, but we serve the entire state of Wyoming. Our program directors have a responsibility to find the right jobs and for each of our um, for each of the communities that we're in. What I mean by that is it's uh, you can take a curriculum off of a shelf or think about a, a career, but it has to be in demand in that community and it has to fill a workforce need. So not only are we helping moms um, work their way out of poverty through work, we're really invested in communities and providing relevant job training, relevant jobs. So uh, we offer a whole host of career opportunities for women from certified nursing assistant training to certified medical assistant training, uh, welding and pipe fitting, uh, truck driving, uh, HVAC service technician. It's really a variety of trainings because we want our moms to be able to work at the end of the day. And uh, we're we're also committed to serving those families that are most in need in each of our communities. So we serve moms that are in really deep poverty and having to face really um, awful choices that no mom wants to be in the position of ever having to make. So, um, you know, they're they're forced to make decisions about if they have five dollars in their pocket, do they uh, put that in their gas tanks to travel around rural Wyoming to make it to a job interview, or do they put it on their dinner table and feed their kids at night? Those are really hard choices. And there's no other programs out there to serve the women that we're committed to. And uh, a couple of things that make CLIMB unique in the population that we work with. Um, first, we we work with groups of women at a time, because when you're living in rural poverty, um, or even poverty in general, it can be really isolating. And being a mom, no matter who you are, is really hard. And being a mom with really low income and being isolated is incredibly difficult. So we building social capital is part of the work that we do. And it's, I think, a large part of our success. All of the women come through CLIMB. Uh, we, we work with 10 to 12 women at a time. And um, as, you, as we're thinking about community and the work that you do to build community, uh, my first day at CLIMB, it was the women's graduation, and they were sitting around a table, and a mom who had been working in a pizza restaurant making minimum wage for years previous to that had a, a two-year-old daughter, and she had just received it. She just got an interview. She just got news that she had an interview at um, a medical office to be their receptionist and thought, I don't have child care until this date, until my child, until my daughter gets off the wait list for my daycare. And I can't take this job in this medical office um, because I don't have daycare. And I watched that group of women who'd only known each other for about two and a half months at that point, just dig in and plan every minute for the next, like for, it was like a month's time to uh, provide childcare. So they were saying like, my grandma will watch her on this day and then I'll take her. And then we've got it all figured out. And that mom was able to go to the interview, get her job, uh, get emotional. Um, and she's the manager now of this medical office uh, 12 years later. That's significant. And that's what community does. Um, yes. That's a really powerful story. And I think one of the reasons that I wanted to interview you or had the idea like, oh, we should interview Climb Wyoming is like things like that 
that are really powerful um, and serve like clearly a really great need. I'm so thankful that you could share like that example with us. That's so awesome. Yeah. Um, Katie, do you have any other like stories that are inspiring, like any favorite moments from your work so far? That's such a great question, Liz. And uh, what's uh, what I love about this work is that it's uh, there's thousands of stories like that. There's um, it can be from a little moment. Um, I was just in the office the other day and the moms in the Laramie office were doing a mock interview. They were uh, we had community members come in and did a practice um, interview for their for their careers, for their jobs. And to watch the women just come out of a, a room, out of a really scary and vulnerable experience, just glowing and beaming and full of uh, self-confidence and excitement. Just hearing a mom say, I never thought I could do it and now I can. Or um, hearing a mom call in tears because she just got her first paycheck and now she can do something special for her kids or sign her kids up for a piano lesson or a soccer, you know, put them on a soccer team, like things that I think a lot of people take for granted that aren't accessible to our moms. There's a, like, millions of stories like that. Um, that. I worked with a woman about 10 years ago who had worked in a fast food restaurant for a very long time before coming to climb and was uh, never thought that she could apply for a job because she didn't have computer skills. She didn't never, that wasn't anything that was accessible to her and didn't have a place to learn and came to climb, ended up working at the University of Wyoming and uh, several years later was received an award of the staff person of the year for her very large, the largest department on campus. Um, you know, it's big moments like that or small moments um, or being able, even being able to negotiate uh, time off of work to watch your kids' uh, performance. That doesn't happen when you're, um, you know, working in a hotel or uh, fast food. That's really hard to negotiate. So I could go on and on for hours just about the amazing, uh, really inspiring women that we work with. And not only are we, do we hear the stories from their moms, we hear the stories from the kids. Like the kids will say things like, I... I remember when we were living on ramen and hot dogs and I, um, and now we get to eat out once a month and it's so exciting. And we get to have this experience together as a family. Or um, I watched my mom go, uh, you know, get this job and grow her skills and her education. And now I think I'm going to apply for college, uh, things that might not have been accessible. Um, we also hear stories from uh community members, um, especially schools, will hear stories about how um, kids in classrooms suddenly are more prepared for you know, kids that might have struggled with behavior or attendance or tardiness are now starting to show up really strongly in schools. And over the last 37 years, if you take the, the amount of women, women's children that CLIMB has worked with, it, it would be Wyoming's fourth largest city. So that's significant if we're thinking about community and brightening community and giving people hope and opportunities, the impact that climb has had over the almost last 40 years is very significant. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible. And I would have had no idea about that statistic. For our listeners, um, Wyoming does not have a very big population. I think it's still at like 500,000 people in the entire state. Um, so to think about the impact that CLIMB has had with that number of women, that really is amazing. It is. It's very significant That's, and it strengthens communities. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. 
Um, what do you wish that more people knew about Climb Wyoming? I wish that uh, more people knew that we are uh, unique to Wyoming. I think people hear our name and assume that we're a franchise of a nationwide or a regional organization. I'm very proud of the fact that we are a Wyoming born and raised organization. And uh, what I really hope that people also understand is how talented and bright and capable and brilliant the women that we work with are. They oftentimes, because they have come from generation, oftentimes come from generational poverty, I think have been marginalized or judged or overlooked for jobs. And I want people out there to know how uh, motivated and inspiring and ready our moms are to go to careers. Katie, what is next for Climb Wyoming? What are some of the things you guys are really focusing on in the next year or so? Yeah, if I think about what's happening across the state, um, first of all, the job market's really funky right now. Things have changed really dramatically in the last three years in terms of available jobs, workforce, workplace culture. There's just a lot of things that I think have changed industry across the state. So I'm really paying attention to how we can push the needle forward with more innovative trainings, how we can really be part of the solution with the state of Wyoming as it's trying to put more people to work. So really connecting with leaders across the state, uh, government and community business leaders to really make sure that we are at the table and part of the conversation. We have a really strong expertise over the last almost 40 years, and I really want to be a part of the conversations that are happening as uh, we're kind of transitioning into this next uh, phase of, of work. I also feel a deep responsibility to help the country understand the expertise that Climb Wyoming has. You know, over the last 37 years, we've saved the state of Wyoming conservatively $117 million. That is a very significant amount of money for a state our size. And uh, we're great stewards of the public funding that we receive, great stewards of the private funding that supports climb. And I want to help other um, experts in the world of poverty alleviation really understand our model and best practice so that we can be part of the conversation on poverty alleviation, because we know that what we're doing works. It's amazing, Katie. Um, if somebody wants to get more involved or learn more about climb Wyoming, how can they do that? What are your all's resources online or social media? Tell us about how people can learn more. Well, first and most importantly, well, just thank you for being involved. And if you're a mom that uh, is listening to this and is needing support or is curious about a different career opportunity, please reach out to Climb Wyoming. The best way to do that is on our website, which is climbwyoming.org, climbwyoming.org. Um, and that website will connect you. If you're a mom, it'll connect you to the different programs across the state. If you're wanting to learn more about our program or get connected to us or support us, that's the best way to do it is uh, through our website. Um, if you're in Wyoming and want to volunteer or think more with us, also reach out to the website. That's a great way to get a hold of us. We are a community-based, relationship-driven organization, so we want to hear from you. Please reach out. Katie, is there anything else that you want to tell us about Climb Wyoming? This has been so much fun, but I want to leave you with any final thoughts. I could talk about this work all day long. Um, I, um, It is such an honor and privilege to do this work and to work with the women that we 
uh, get to work with. And just the the platform and the opportunity to talk more about it is a gift. Thank you for providing that to us. We really appreciate that. And thank you for all that you do to build community and make this a brighter place. Katie, this has been such a pleasure. Thank you for joining us on Jollyville Radio Community Beat. We wish you the best and we can't wait to hear more about the great things coming from Climb Wyoming in the future. Thank you. Thanks, Liz. It's so nice to meet you. For Jollyville Radio Community Beat, this has been Liz Rader-Hagler. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.